Super Movie Bowl coming at you with a bonus stage! Hey! What is going on everyone? Hopefully your week is going pretty good. Mine's not too bad. At least at the time of this recording it's not too bad. It may be bad after this comes out. In which case, cheer up, Mac. Things are going to get better. Yeah. Anyway, this is Mac coming at you with another review episode. This is a quick bonus one. But uh, I want to talk about something a little bit more recent. This is actually a Netflix uh, series. It's a Danish web television series that I think Netflix picked up. If it is a web series and was only on, on the web in Denmark, they have pretty high production value. So I think there's a there's kind of a... When I looked up information about it, that's a mistranslation. I think it was just a regular small budget TV series because it looks pretty good, especially if it's just a web series. But it is dubbed, but I watched it with the English subtitles on because I just like to pick up, like, even though I can't understand the language because it is in Danish, I want to kind of pick up, like, cadence and expression. And sometimes you don't get that with the voice acting because it's different people doing the voice acting and sometimes the voices don't match either. So I'd prefer just to read the subtitles, but you could watch it either way. Um, I, I, from what I remember, I watched a little bit of the dubbed, and it was okay, but so it's, it's definitely watchable. But anyway, I just going to want to give you the description of the show really quick so you understand what this is. I don't even know if I said it yet. <laughs> it's the rain from Netflix. You, you already know by the description of it, but I actually didn't say it, so I just thought that was funny. Now, this is the rain that's on Netflix there. And this is the description. Six years after a terrible virus carried uh, by rainfall wiped out almost all humans in Scandinavia, two Danish siblings, Simone and Rasmus, it's Rasmus, but I, they pronounce it Rasmus, so, emerge from their safety of their bunker to find out all remnants of civilization is gone. So, uh, pretty interesting premise, post-apocalyptic. You've got um, two siblings that are like teenagers early 20-somethings um going out into the world and and trying to survive so if that sounds like something that might be up your alley this you know this is exactly what this is and it's not like we haven't seen anything like this before we've seen this done a few times there's a lot of popular shows out that are already doing this so how does this stack up i'm not sure what to think about this show the characters are incredibly stupid, like like ridiculously stupid, but the story and the setting is actually pretty good, and the writing's not half bad. It's not the best thing, it's not the worst thing, but I actually enjoy a, a lot of the writing in it, uh, and I know there's a lot of people that disagree with me, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. Just to illustrate how stupid the characters are, and this is, you know, this is going to be spoiler free. But this is not spoiling anything. To illustrate, uh, an emergency is happening, right, at the beginning of the show. And the family is trying to beat the rain that is coming down. And they're driving on the freeway. And the father and the mother of the family are the only ones that know about the impending doom. The father is talking on his cell and driving erratic on the freeway. The mother makes him stop talking on the phone. So that's a pretty smart thing. You know, he has to talk and communicate because there's sort of a disaster situation going on, but he makes him stop. So that's a smart thing. The daughter, who's about 16 or 17, she's clearly in high school, but they don't really tell you what age she is. If they did, I kind of missed it, is arguing with the son who's about nine or 10, 
who's constantly fighting with the sister in the back seat and complaining and just being generally disobedient. I mean, it's clear that there's a disaster going on. It's clear that the, the parents are in a heightened sense of danger and that I'm like, kid, read the room. He, he's not dumb enough to where he doesn't understand emotional intelligence, but he's like constantly fighting with the sister. He doesn't want to put a seatbelt on. He doesn't want to sit still. He wants to know what's going on. When a dangerous thing happens and time is of the essence, you don't have time to explain. You just need to be obedient and listen to what your parents are telling you because it could cost you their, like their lives or your life. So that really just bothered me. I really couldn't, like, I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. The, the characters are really, really unlikable. The, the two main characters, like I said at the beginning, are uh, about 16, 17, or 9 or 10, and then six years pass, and then they meet up with another group of young people who are around her age, maybe a little older. Um, so that would put her into you know the early 20s and him in his late teens. So uh, they're they just really unlikable. There's a The father, getting back to it, the father knows something is coming, and no one's listening to him. No one's listening to him. They all think he's crazy, which you would think is crazy. It's like, you know, you got to get out of the rain. You got to get out of the rain. That would be a crazy thing to be like what's wrong with the rain like you know rains all the time is it acid rain is it you know he's not being specific about any of it the children are like expecting answers and like these long drawn out explanations as to what's going on and it's absolutely ridiculous just shut up and do what you're told like i said time is of the essence if you know how fast you can you can tell when the rain is coming you know if you look in the sky and it's dark and the clouds are just coming in and you can hear thunder and you know it's like and see lightning you know what's coming and if you see you got to get out of the rain and we got to you know get out of here and get to a shelter well, why are you arguing it's ridiculous it's stupid rain happens so quickly so anyway so they get to the underground shelter and the father tells the daughter that the world is basically coming to an end because she's old enough to hear it the younger kid, he doesn't feel as young enough to, to hear it. So the father leaves through underground tunnels connected to the shelter. And moments later, there's a banging on the door of the underground shelter door. And the son says, it's the father. Let's let him in. Really? He just said that he has to leave. And you saw him leave through the underground tunnels connected to the, uh, the shelter. Like, you didn't see him leave, like, above ground. I'm like, how stupid is this kid? He's like 9 or 10. He, he's not like 3 or 4. Like, he's school age. You know? He, he's almost like... He's almost hit puberty. I'm like, how dumb are you? Like, he's really, really... They made him, the kids, really naive and in incredibly dumb. So, of course, the daughter and the son go to open the door. And I'm just... I'll leave it at that. Because if I get into any more, it's, it's spoiler. But that just is just to illustrate how stupid these characters are written. Um, and what kills it for me is that the characters in the show, as the show progresses, are smart when they need to be smart and dumb the rest of the time. But what makes it interesting is that there's interesting settings, they come across interesting characters, other people in the world aren't as dumb as them, not as naive as them, you know? Like, they... they they live in this world like the group doesn't understand only only like one and, and i'll let you figure out who it is only one person in this group of young people understand what danger is it's like the concept of danger is like something completely and utterly new to them you know they keep getting into dangerous situations in the most idiotic ways the best thing about 
post-apocalyptic stuff is that you have a smart character or a character of average intelligence and just things are happening around him. You know, he's not the smartest person out there or sometimes you just make a dumb mistake. That does happen. You can make a dumb mistake. You can do in a moment of panic, you know, you know or emotional sense, uh, you know, when your emotions are heightened, you can make dumb mistakes and do dumb things or say, like, uh, you know, just or just just make a split second knee jerk reaction to something that I'm OK with. But it's like consistent behavior in this that they do stuff that's incredibly dumb. I wish I could get into it, but I don't want to spoil it for you because I spoiled it enough with my own opinion. I kind of want people to come back at me uh, saying something different or give me their opinion like am i too far out in left field or am i dead on or whatever i kind of want to know what people think about this because it's only about eight, eight episodes you could get through it pretty quick um they're like 45 minutes long so it's just about an hour long so you could you could binge watch this pretty good i feel over a weekend or an, over a couple of days and it's actually not a bad watch even though i'm just like ripping it to shreds there's like the capacity for intelligence but it's almost absent most of the time so I don't know if it's like a cultural thing or it's just a group of naive people, but they're just plain dumb. I, I just I keep I hate that I keep using the same you know they're idiotic they're moronic they're stupid like but they are, and it's funny it, you'd think this would ruin it but I'm gonna mention a movie that most people have seen which is Terminator 2. I have never liked. Um, and I can't remember the, the actor's name that portray, portrays John Connor um, as a 12-year-old kid. Um, he's, I think I was about the same age as, as that guy um, in the movie. And even as a 12-year-old kid, as somebody who was seeing somebody my age on there, I thought he was annoying then. Um, and I thought he was like, he almost ruins the movie, but not quite. That movie's so awesome to me that I, I and it's so well done that I, it can't really ruin it for me but it's an aspect of the movie i really don't like and and that just proves that you know you can have something annoying or stupid or something that's just nagging you but still the overall content and the overall film or tv in this case can still be pretty good so i don't mind like when there's something that's not perfect about a thing but annoying kids really just ruin a movie just about i mean they really just like take you out of it um, as an adult watching Terminator 2, I have a different thought about it. He's just an annoying kid, and there's always just been, like, an annoying kid. Like, even growing up, there was kids your age in your class or whatever that you're just like, you're, you're just an idiot. You're just a moron. You're just a DB. You know, I, just, I can't even hardly stand to be around you. Like, you're just incredibly, incredibly irksome. So this doesn't completely ruin it, but it, I could see if somebody started watching it, and it did. It just like ruined it. They like I can't, I can't with this. It's just, it's these these characters are just real. I mean, not only are they stupid, because you can be stupid in a TV show. It's just the way the character is written, but you can still be likable. They're they're also kind of unlikable, you know, because they they act like they're being smart. They act like they know everything, and they act like they're trying to do the right thing. But then they do stuff that's just, I, I has just has me scratching my head. So I, I don't really. <laughs> understand it and the one character who I mentioned who I won't say by name that is kind of smart is kind of stuck because even if you're smart if you're surrounded by stupid people stupid just happens around you and you just get swept up in the stupidity I mean if you've ever been around a bunch of people that like you work with or just are around an event for some reason there's just seems to be a lot of stupid people or in a public place and there's just a lot of dumb people you just get swept up in the dumb you get swept up in the stupid you know, so the only thing that I can think of, because they just greenlit uh, season two, 
The only thing I can think of is that moving forward with the series and a way for it to progress in a good way for me is that we get to see this these characters develop as a group. Like we get to see them as the young and stupid kids into savvy, smart, maybe a little bit brutal just because of the world that they are in now, adults or young adults, you know, and I really that's the only way for me this would work. If it's more stupidity, I think uh, I won't watch anymore. i probably watch the first few episodes, and if it's the same stupidity without any real progression, uh, I think I'm done. So, it, if it becomes a character study, if it, because it's, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. It's nothing we haven't seen before, but if it becomes sort of a character study with the ensemble group, then I think that could be interesting. I think that could be something new and fresh in the, in the way you would take it. Having said all this stuff, it is kind of fun in spots. And I do like the settings and I do like the writing. The writing is pretty good. It's not the best thing ever. I'm not going to say this is the best writing I've ever seen. But it's fine. It's fine. It's It works. It's definitely serviceable. And I think in parts it's kind of good and in parts it's kind of bad. It's a TV show. You know, it has its ups and downs. I, I do like some of the things. I like some of the external characters that are not part of the main group. I like the situations that they get into uh, sometimes. Sometimes they, they get into a situation in, in a stupid way, but the situation itself is kind of believable in that setting. Like I said, I do recommend this. Um, it's only eight episodes. It's an easy watch with some interesting things going on. Um, it is subtitled, so if that turns you off, the subtitles are not real in-depth. You know, it's they're not hard to read or it's not a whole it's not dialogue heavy, you know, like some shows. So if that could turn you off and also you could watch it dubbed and I think you could get the same sense. And I think it's it is pretty close um, because the dubbed people, I think, have accents. So I think it's Danish people that, you know, oh, no, no English, obviously, that are doing the dub. So they do have accents. So that kind of helps and steeps you into the believability that these are the voices of the of the characters. But I'm interested to see what you think. Let me know. You know, hit us up on Twitter at SuperMovieBall, and uh, or email us if you want to be a little bit more discreet. You know, we don't have to tell people your name, but you can just email us anonymously if that helps you out. If you're if you're one of those people who like to be anonymous, I don't blame you. Uh, but let me know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on what's going on. But uh, thanks for listening. As always, you know, appreciate the listeners. I don't say that enough, but we appreciate the listeners. And if you want to check out another podcast that's a little bit more raw, a little bit more rude, and cover some other stuff that we don't cover, um, you guys should definitely check out Cinema Slop. Cinema Slop is really good. They have a really great premise to their show. They basically start out with a character on that show and or that that episode, and they watch a movie with that character, you know, that actor in it, and then they take another actor that's in that film and they watch a show with that act that second actor in another film so it's pretty good it's kind of like the kevin bacon game so it's pretty cool you should definitely check them out it's, that's they're actually friends of ours of peter and ours it's john and jason check out jj they're on cinema slop it's definitely good and don't forget about grandma off talking either like the guys in the star wars podcast grandma off talking check those guys out i haven't talked about them in a while but it's a really good time if you like a good star wars pod- podcast that's even handed so all right guys thanks for listening and as always happy listening i've never said that before (laughs) anyway thanks for listening see ya